0: Welcome to Dear Sister, a womankind podcast hosted by me, Nina, and my sister, Ruby. So this week, we thought we'd talk about mic drop moments. I feel like it's gone so quick this week, but also that so much has happened. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, So a few like mic drop moments, moments that we thought... Like, I don't know, thought about things deeper or were happy or grateful or scared or whatever it is. Like, I feel like there's so much that's happened this week and it's just like good to unpack it.
1: Well, I'm sure a big one that probably a mic drop moment for everyone is the current war that's going on in Ukraine. Yeah. It's pretty scary, especially when we're on the other side of the world hearing about all of these terrible things that are happening.
0: Yeah, you just feel so helpless. Like, yeah. there's really nothing we can do. Well, obviously, there are little things that we can do to help, but thinking about their situation and putting myself in their shoes, I just cannot imagine how hard it would be right now.
1: I also feel bad for the all of the innocent Russians that yes. are obviously, like also getting targeted just because they're Russian and it's even like just as hard for them because their country's still involved in war and they're probably also still feeling threatened.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's probably already one of the most documented wars in terms of videos and photos that are being taken. Like,
1: yeah, like back in World War One and World War Two, no one was taking photos of this stuff.
0: Yeah, whereas now it's so surreal to open Instagram or TikTok and have these yeah. horrific videos on your feed. I just, I don't know, I feel like it desensitises you in a way because you're what, you know, what you would usually go to to see whatever you usually see on your feed, whether it's like outfits or, you know, all the sponsored posts that you yeah. get on your feed to now have the algorithm like feeding you these terrible videos that Mm. civilians have taken in Ukraine is just it makes it feel so surreal yeah and I saw a video that Jane Goodall posted which I posted to womankind but it was basically her saying that it's kind of impossible for us not to feel a little bit depressed when we look around at the state of the world and I Mm. think it's so important to remember that because you know we try so hard to be happy and calm and think rationally about things but the reality of the fact is these things are scary and so don't put pressure on yourself to try and not think that they're scary like to actually take time to process them and to talk about them with your friends or with family because they are you know there are things happening in the world that are really daunting and it's totally normal and not uncommon for anyone to feel like it's a bit overwhelming at times.
1: Yeah. And even like being infuriated about it, like our little brother, who's what 13 Mm. said to me yesterday, like it doesn't even scare me that much. It just makes me angry because humans are the most intelligent species on the world and we're bombing each other. Yes,
0: I totally agree. And we're the
1: most loving people, like we're the most loving creature and, everyone's trying so hard to save the world already and then people are bombing each other like it is so infuriating
0: i know you've got all these people trying to do good and change the world in whatever you know space that they are passionate about or their experience is in and then you've just got these really powerful people who are really destructing the lives Mm. of so many people Mm. And that's the thing, like he felt angry, I often feel just so sad about it. Mm. And there are so many different emotions that you could be feeling in this time when you're seeing it on the news and seeing it on the news feed and having conversations about it. So just, I don't know, take a bit more time to take care of yourselves in these times because it is really confronting, especially for young people, especially on the back of covid hopefully we can say, on the back of COVID, you know, on the back of a few lockdowns, you almost just feel defeated by hearing the news of this, thinking, like, everyone has already struggled so much the last few years, like, why, you know.
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, it's also climate change, like, there's all this world war, and then obviously when this is done, people will then be like, oh god, now we've got to fix the climate, like.
0: Yeah, it's always one thing to another, and I feel like it's really important as well to remember that you do have some control over the information that you receive. Obviously, mm. when we get like the algorithm sends, I don't know, content to us that's related to what we search and talk about and all of those things, which is just so bizarre. But you know, follow accounts on social media that actually make you feel good Mm. or at least have a balance between those accounts. Because I know for me, when I follow, like, the good news movement or the good news people or whatever they are, and they're sharing only videos of, like, beautiful things that are happening in the world, it's just so refreshing to be reminded that there is still so much good in the world. So actually, like, going out of your way to curate your feed to be – more positive Mm.
1: and even that post of the the russian man hugging the ukrainian
0: Mm. like there's still there is still definitely so much hope yeah there's so much love and hope in the world and you've just got to believe in that and hopefully believe in that overriding the cruelty and everything else that does exist in the world Mm. this year the last couple of years have just been so huge
1: yeah, and I think that's why i got to appreciate all of the little things.
0: Yeah, definitely. All
1: the simple things in life.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It is always a huge wake-up call when these things happen to think I am seriously so grateful to have a roof over my head.
1: And even living in Australia, like anyone that's living in Australia would feel so grateful that we're here mm. in a peaceful country. I know what your mic drop moment will be.
0: What? Your Uber car. Yeah. I don't my, want it. smelling really upsetting. I know. My Uber. I was in an Uber yesterday and I was going in an Uber to see mum, Nina and Clive and I just burst into tears when I got there because I was so upset about the Uber, which is so dramatic.
1: <laughs> and Clive was like, do you have a blocked nose? And you're like, yeah, no, I've got a blocked nose.
0: Because his friend was over and I didn't want to be like, Hamish, hey, I've just bawled my eyes out about my Uber driver. And then Clive just kept looking at me. Like, he kept coming closer and, like, looking at me. And I was like, He yes, knew, because you have have also crying. had tears in your eyes. And he thought I you were know. just. He
1: thought you just had a cold. <laughs> That's like, when I had really bad period cramps yesterday, he kept just being like, Are you okay? Like, yeah, I he know. didn't know
0: what to do about and it. And mum was like, Nina has a stomachache. She's coming to lunch, but I'm just telling you. Like, everyone tread carefully. Yeah, she said
1: Ruby first, but the guy's Ruby has a stomachache. And i was and like, like, What? Like, what? <laughs>
0: that was so, so funny anyway my uber i bet everyone is just busting to hear what happened in my uber not um but i always talk to my uber drivers like yeah. i well i mean unless they don't want to talk to me which obviously, got their earphones yeah. in and like on the phone to their yeah, phone yeah i'm like oh, okay <laughs> but i really love talking to uber drivers and like hearing about their story and you know, why they do Uber because so many people have such interesting stories as to like why they actually do Uber. Um, but basically the guy that I was my Uber driver yesterday, he, we just got talking and he owned hair salons for his whole life. And then when he was about 55, he said he lost his passion. So he sold all of his hair studios. He had about nine or 10 at the time. Um, And his daughter suggested that he do Uber. Anyway, long story short, he went traveling for nine years. He was meant to only go for three months. And then he came home because his daughter was pregnant. And then eight weeks after she delivered the baby, she passed away. And I just, and he basically said that nothing will ever feel complete again. And I just felt so devastated for him because he, like he had tears in his eyes and it was just so sad. And he said that, His daughter passed away from the same condition that his wife or her mum passed away of at the same age, and I just thought he must just be so resilient and strong to have got through some like such incredible hardship twice. He was just so, I don't know, he was just so open to talk about it and so empathetic and... And, like, vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I can't
1: believe he was so vulnerable with a complete stranger. Like, that's so beautiful. Yeah,
0: and it was just such a powerful moment because I thought these conversations mean... It meant so much to me and I'm sure for him it might have also provided him with some relief because it was like you know, he was able to talk about it, and he showed me photos of his grandkids, and he takes the grandkids out every weekend for breakfast, and it was just so sweet, but I thought about it after, and I thought about how, for me, it was me being mindful in that moment that led to that really powerful conversation and interaction that we had, you know, whereas I feel like at school, when I thought of mindfulness, I thought of, like, sitting in a corner meditating, like, Mm. something really intense. But now my interpretation of mindfulness is more being present in the moment. Like, in an Uber, it is so easy to just, like, have your head down, be scrolling through your phone, looking at this content that doesn't really stimulate you but you're going to look through it anyway because it's just you're used to it it's easy it's comfortable hmm. you know you kind of got no idea which which roads you're turning down no idea you, you you're just so disconnected from what's happening around yeah, you that's so true you don't know what your uber driver's name is you don't know where
1: what they look from? like like yeah. you haven't
0: even looked at them and i feel like that is where mindfulness can be so transformative in anyone's life because For me, I like to sit there and not be on my phone because I'm in the company of someone else and Mm. their story is most likely so interesting. You know, everyone has an interesting story to tell. So I would just, I don't know, really encourage everyone to look up more, like take less time just looking at your phone. Mm. Um, And I think, I'm pretty sure there's like a whole theory about it. I feel like it's called the gatekeeper theory, but I'm not entirely sure. And it's basically about, The interactions that you have with people that you don't know, but they are important interactions to make you feel like you belong. And I think that's why a lot of people struggled in COVID because you never smiled with the bus driver. You never went to your local coffee shop and felt so special when the barista remembered your order. You know, those interactions that are just, I don't know, they really make you feel so happy or feel so grateful and, um... Yeah, I think that a lot of the time we can so easily miss those moments if we are caught up in our phone or not being present in whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah, 100%. So that was one of my mic drop moments. Golly. That's Um, a big
1: mic drop moment.
0: Yeah, he was just so kind. I don't know.
1: What a beautiful man. So do you remember
0: his, like, what? His name was Raffi, but I don't, obviously, oh, I'm not I know, so I just, I actually can't everything about him. I'm just like, you are so cool. Oh my God, what a cutie. He was so sweet. And he just did Uber, like he had a very successful career and, you know, is still making income from the businesses that he started, but he purely does Uber just to connect with people. And I just think what an amazing business to be able to uber would actually be such a cool job <laughs> such a you cool would job. meet so many people every day what else i listened to a few really good podcasts this week hmm. um which again i felt mic drop moments in both of the podcasts that i listened to what I mean, sort of podcasts were they the first podcast i can't remember the name but i'll link it below or something but it was interviewing the founder of class pass her name's pale I think her name. Have you heard of ClassPass? No. It's huge over in America and it's gaining so much traction here in Australia. Class but basically Pass. it's an app and I have just started using it last week and it is so good. So basically, you know when you're signing up for a gym, they might be like a Pilates studio or a cycling gym whatever so they're kind of specialized or you might sign up for something like a fitness first that does a bit of everything Mm. this app basically you pay a monthly subscription and you get a number of points and then you can book into any classes in your area for that amount of points that is so cool so the other week i went to reformer pilates and it was three points so and you get 30 points a month so then like that on Wednesday. That is the
1: coolest idea I I've ever
0: heard. I'll do cycling or whatever. And Wait, that's what's it called? Um, Class Pass. Class Pass. Okay, I'm going to get onto that. It's so good. And for anyone who wants to try, this is obviously not sponsored. Class Pass is huge, but they have a free trial at the moment. I'm pretty sure you get a free month, which is so good. You know what I really want to try? Have you seen
1: it before where you're like, Attached to this um, elastic rope. Oh, yeah. I really want to try it. Do you reckon they have one in Sydney? Yeah, they definitely do. I'm pretty sure mum's been to it. It's where you, like, run and yes. you jump and you're attached to this yes. elastic. And it's so
0: cool. I think it's called aerial Pilates or something. Yeah, yeah. I really want to try. I know. So, basically, class bars are so cool. And you can even get facials on there, like, <sighs> massages. It's crazy. But, basically, she was living... Oh, she was living. She was living in New York, I'm pretty sure. But she was in a very... I don't know, high-profile corporate job Hmm. and she was doing very well for herself but she just felt like it wasn't fulfilling her as much as she would like, I guess. And she grew up as a dancer or loved dancing Hmm. and she really wanted to do dance classes but it was such a kind of niche thing that she found it so hard to find a studio to do the classes at. And basically that is why she started ClassPass which is just so cool. Like she started it because she wanted she felt like if I wanted to do a random dance class, then surely someone else also mm. wants to do that. So she yeah. started class pass so that anyone can like just join a dance class or join a whatever boxing class. It really doesn't matter what it is. Um And she was just so inspiring and there were so many things that I took away from it. Let me Gee, that's, that's such a cool app. I
1: know. That it's... should win like app of the year, surely.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very successful. Like she's done such an amazing job. And one of the, like a few of the things that she talked about was your journey as a person, whether it's, you know, however you grew up, whatever experiences you've had in your life to date, they are what have set you up to be the person to conquer the problem that you Mm. want to face. And I resonated with that because obviously... My own mental health, mental health of my friends at school. That yeah. was why I wanted to start womankind. Yeah, that's true. And so I feel true. like everything that happened in my life or the life of my friends that obviously still impacted me has made me want to do this. Wow. And for her, it's the same thing. And she was also talking about how we're so often we're to- told to like find our purpose, you know, and which is such a loaded thing to talk about or think about but yeah she was saying how it's just as important to protect your purpose once you've found it like sometimes that's actually harder than Mm. finding your purpose Mm. it's like once you've found it you need to protect your purpose and then that will protect you and I thought that was a really cool thing but I think it's just such an important thing for young people who are thinking about their career or thinking about what they want to do at uni and
1: You know, there's often a lot of
0: pressure around that. Like, just remembering that sometimes the most success... Often the most successful people fall into their career, especially as an entrepreneur, because of following a passion or following something they really care about.
1: Yeah, I feel like so many of the people that... Like, I've spoken to about their Like, people that have had successful careers, they've always said that they never wanted to... Like, they never plan to do that they just fell into that career and like loved it
0: yeah and I know people say you know choose a career where you feel like you've never worked a day in your life and you kind of think oh my god how is that at all possible but I definitely think it exists like oh it definitely pale with class pass you know so many people they just love what they do because it's what they're passionate about and I think that if you can find that then you will be so much more fulfilled than just trying to I don't know pursue a career that feels like the right thing to do or something that you should do mm. how have you been finding like your subjects and the pressure around like what to mm. do after school have people been asking you heaps like what do you want to do after school
1: yes we've been having like career lectures oh god I did not say like um we've been having career lectures every week which are obviously they they're really good but they definitely do make you think like, you know,
0: I goodness, should have it I should out. have
1: I like you know, the careers person will say, You've gotta start thinking what what your U twelve subjects, what you know, uni path that will mould, blah mm. blah blah. Um you've gotta do subjects that'll you know, get that are prerequisites for the courses you wanna do and so many people are like, Well, I love all the subjects that I do, but none of them are prerequisites for, you know. Yeah. And I think, obviously, there's a lot of pressure, but I I don't know. I think there's still a lot of time to think about it.
0: Yeah, I feel like as soon as you get, like, year 9, 10, it's, you're kind of like, oh, okay, maybe I'd want to do that, but you're not really thinking about it. But then as soon as you get into year 11, it's yeah. like, okay, Let's yeah, sort out your whole future. And
1: even, like, they're saying to us, because heaps of unis this year have started doing early entry. Mm. So they're saying, like, you know, if you do really well in year 12, you can get into, uh, if you do really well in year 11, you can get, in, get a uni offer in year 11. Which would obviously be really good, but that that's just making me feel like this is my agency this year
0: and I'm like oh yeah and I feel like something like that is so valuable for people who are so sure about what they want to do yeah, you know exactly. know and have always wanted to be a nurse then yeah that's so good because then you don't have to worry as much in your 12 because you know you've been granted a spot in the course but for people who don't know it's like far out I swear so many of my friends and even me included even when we got our ATAR we were like okay what are we now gonna what? do
1: yeah, and I feel like even, obviously, you work so hard for the ATAR, but then it's also like an anti-climax because you work so hard and you get, I don't know, really good mark, but then you're like, what am I doing? What am I meant to do with this yeah. single yeah. figure?
0: <laughs> like, what is this? Where will this get me? It's just so random. And it's I so random. And I remember it's just the biggest deal. Like, that one number feels like yeah. the biggest deal. And
1: it's literally your whole... School 13 years of schooling is that one number and then you probably get it and you're like oh well, like personally I'm probably gonna get mine and think well I'm gonna go on a gap year now and then I'll yeah. think about it when I get home like, but you
0: don't even think about it like I just remember seeing that now so
1: we basically just had a disaster the biggest disaster <laughs> the biggest disaster we were mid talking about I don't even know what no. you guys will like it'll skip from what we were talking about to this so <laughs>
0: because the thing ran out of battery yeah, so
1: our freaking machine ran out of battery we've just walked all the way to Woolies to buy ourselves some more batteries thank god the recording saved
0: I know can you imagine we, if we, we had to
1: like <laughs> we say that again think, we didn't think that that whole recording would have saved so
0: this is we're just back. a lesson to not leave things until the last minute yeah We've, I would yeah. have thought us as Ask Him Girls would be a little bit more prepared, yeah. but this yeah, today guys, feels like this, a Monday night. This
1: this episode, we're recording the day
0: of it coming out, so <laughs> we're pretty unorganised. Um, wow. Okay. Where do we even start? I can't remember what we were talking about. Yeah. So sorry.
1: Um, we had just finished speaking about that cool podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. And the other really good podcast that I listened to was a Mamma Mia Lady Startup podcast with the founder of JS Health Vitamins, Jess Seppel. Have you heard of those vitamins? Yeah, you've told me about JS Health. Yes, I used them so much last year when I randomly just could not sleep. And I've just started using some of them again, the hair and energy ones, and they are so good. I've honestly only been using them Your for 10 days. Your are looking so healthy. Oh my God stop it that must be why um, wait what was it hair and nails hair and energy but they have so many different formulas that's so hundreds. good like it's amazing anyway i was listening to her podcast and she is just such an amazing person it really resonated with me similar to the other interview with um pale the founder of ClassPass, because jess was just saying that the main reason that she started her company was, again, to solve a problem. Mm. Jess as well talked about her journey with mental health and a few other things. And it was just so... The mic drop moment for me, I think, when I was listening to that podcast was remembering that you can feel more than one feeling at one time. Mm. Simultaneously, you know, you can feel lonely but also feel happy or you can feel anxious Mm. and still feel excited and hopeful and all those things. And I just think it's so important to remember that you are not defined by how you're feeling. Yeah, that's so true. I remember at school teachers or people would come into the school and always say, you know, you are not your feelings. Like you're not angry. You just feel angry. (laughs) For some reason, so annoying. I feel like because they say it all the time, but it's very true. Like You are not anxious, you're Nina, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and you're just, and you're not a sad person, but most of the time you're not a sad, you're a very happy person, you're just sad.
0: Yeah, you're feeling sad, and I think it's so important to just remember that you can feel sad, like, and just because you feel sad, it doesn't mean that you are sad, like, you're just feeling Mm. sad, just like we go through waves of feeling happy or feeling excited or nervous or worried or whatever the feeling they Mm. always pass Mm. and yeah that podcast just really resonated with me because of the whole idea of you know she talked about when she started her business and she's promoting these vitamins that can optimize your overall well-being but she said that mentally she was feeling really anxious at the time and for her it was really kind of like an inner conflict because she felt like if I'm promoting these things, then I should be feeling Mm. happy and I should be in control of my mental health. Whereas it's like, it's so much deeper than that. And Mm. you just need to remember that, I don't know, being open to it and not being so hard on yourself when you do feel these emotions that you associate with negative things. Mm. But yeah, they were my kind of mic drop moments, I think. And then the other thing that has just made my week was I sent that message out about creating an International Women's Day video. Mm. And honestly, so many girls wanted to be in it. Like, I would say at least 100 people. Oh, my God. I know. And every time someone sends through a video, I get tears in my eyes because I just think everything they're saying is so genuine and it's so beautiful. And I just feel so lucky that Womankind has this community that girls feel comfortable to film themselves talking about. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, and sending it in and being part of this community like, nothing makes me happier than seeing everyone.
1: Yeah, and for them to be able to speak about things they're passionate about so comfortably,
0: it's just so nice. It's so nice. So, I can't wait to post that video because I don't know, I just feel so empowered whenever I see. I can't wait to see the video. Yeah, whenever I see a young person or hear them speak, I just feel so empowered. And one of the girls, one of, you know, one of the questions we said was like, who inspires you as a woman? And one of the girls, Chloe, shout out to Chloe. The person that Chloe was inspired by was someone who was younger than her. Mm. And I thought that was so nice and so powerful because so often we think that the people that we should or naturally look up to are older than us. Yeah, that's so true. But so often people who are younger than you also inspire you for so many different reasons and I know me especially like I'm genuinely inspired by everyone in the womankind community and most all... of whom are younger yeah um so I just think that also was a bit of a mic drop moment because I was like don't underestimate your ability at your age to create a positive impact on someone you know yeah that's so true people still look up to you no matter how old you are. Like, think about when you were four or five, you always looked up to the girls that were, like, seven. Yeah. So it's, like, now. Yeah, who is seven is still so little. I know. It's just so cute. I was going to say, like, how people,
1: like, you know, send the security guard, just make your day. Oh, my God, stop
0: it. That is such a good point to I make. I know.
1: Like, there's, so there's a security guard at our school, at my school. He's literally, the every time I see him around school, he makes my heart just melt. He is the most beautiful man ever.
0: He like honestly ever. is. And it's back to that thing that I was talking about in the Uber driver. Like, those yeah. people have such yeah. a profound impact and on you your life. And you only see
1: them for, like, five minutes, maybe or three times a week or sometimes every day. And it's just you always leave the conversation thinking it's those little conversations and those little interactions with people that you just are like, oh, my God.
0: Yes. And Sam... Was at Askham when I was at Askham. He has been there for so long.
1: Yeah, and he's just like, and at the moment, Sam, shout out, he's doing the 75 hard challenge. <laughs> that is just so, so impressive. I know. Like, I, I would,
0: could never. What? But because he's just such, like, I r- honestly remember him making my day so many times when I was in yeah. school. And that was however many years ago. We used to call him King. When you talk about Sam, I'm like, who is Sam? because he, <laughs> he calls king and he goes we literally had that respect for him like he was just i don't know he yeah. made everyone's and day it
1: makes you feel so, to, when i'm going to sleep now and i think sam's on duty i'm like oh i am so safe <laughs> <I know. laughs> like i'm so safe i know and like none of the other security guards talk so then I when know. you see sam
0: it's sam's shift you're like yes i know and i think like what what makes him stand out to other security guards? And it's his kindness. Yeah. Like, and it genuinely is. He also is so open and, like, I just love that he's,
1: you know, you'd see him and you'd think, you know, he's a man. He's so he's tough. He's strong and tough, which obviously he is strong and tough, but you would think, like, he's not vulnerable or,
0: you know, that yeah, he always yeah. shows, like, a vulnerable a sensitive side. sensitive side. Yeah, I know. He's seriously, he's so amazing. I love and so sweet. the fact that me and you will both think back to our time at school and think of a security guard, like yeah. he could easily have not had any impact on yeah. us, but yeah. he's had such a big impact.
1: Yeah. And and he wouldn't even know that he's had any impact on us because he would just go around every day being like,
0: yeah, you know, sup, sup, <laughs> sup girls. I remember one time I bought King an eclair, a chocolate eclair. Because he was hungry. <laughs>
1: yeah, one time, I, one time he was hungry, so I went to the dining room and got him a plate of sushi, and he well, I had to hide it from him because he's not meant to eat. From yeah. the, I had to hide it from, like, all the staff because he's
0: not meant to eat from the dining room. I know, he just... But then, so I got him an eclair, and then one time he found me. I don't know, like, I would have just been walking through the school, and he th- came up to me, and he's like, Rubis, got something for you. You know how he speaks yeah, like yeah. that. And then someone had given him... Yeah. two eclairs like a mum had given him two eclairs when they were picking their kid up from school and he saved one and gave it to me oh my god I'm it was cry. so cute and it was literally the best eclair i've ever eaten oh my god. i don't know where this lady got oh it my from god. Yeah, know i i've tried oh. to offer him
1: chips and lollies and he's on his hard diet so he won't take it that is,
0: how does he have time to exercise twice a day yeah, i know he- because he's working so
1: hard I
0: know, he's literally the coolest guy. I hope he listens to this because he is a freaking legend. I'll tell him to listen to it. Let's talk about our favourite things at the moment. Yes, I love this topic. Favourite song right now. Favourite song right now. Oh my god, I have been listening to this song on repeat. Let me just remember what it's called. Wild Love by James Bay, the acoustic version. Oh, I'll have to listen to it. I don't know why. It is just... I love it at the moment. Wow. That's my favourite. What's your favourite? Um,
1: I have two that I listened to repeat, re- repeat, repeat last week. Literally both of them just like alternating. The first one's um, It Ain't Over Till It's Over.
0: Oh, my God, and what?
1: it's a really old song.
0: I'm just going to save it so I can listen later. also
1: Beautiful beautiful Girl by In Excess. Have you heard that song before?
0: Yes. That oh is such I've a good... I've just been listening
1: to both of them. And song. they are the best songs. And I, as soon as I listened to it, I know about it, So I was like, this just screams dad. So I messaged dad and I was like, dad, have you heard the song? And he was like, of course I have. It's, a, <laughs> it's by um like Lenny something and he's like it's the best song such smooth acoustics (laughs) He was so happy that I had been
0: listening to it you music connoisseur
1: yeah far out they're such good songs you'll have to listen to them they're really good just like you just feel so good and so happy okay
0: what are the favorite things um Favourite like, show? Have you been watching any show?
1: No, I haven't
0: been watching any shows. I haven't really
1: either. Oh, actually, I've, we, I've been watching... We've randomly, like, one night watched a bit of the Winter Olympics, a bit of ice skating. Oh, wow! Which was really impressive. I was just shocked at
0: these people's... They, their talent. Oh, that's amazing. I actually haven't watched any of the Winter Olympics because I don't really ever watch... Um, live tv you know yeah, like i yeah. always watch yeah, stream or stuff. something
1: but oh actually i start i started watching this is before like all of this work started happening but i started watching the latest season of modern family
0: oh i wanna watch which that. is really funny
1: although it's really sad i'm so bad like you know so i randomly whenever i get a new book I have this habit of reading the last page first. Oh, my God. What? Which is, like, (laughs) psychotic. It's so bad. No, I've stopped doing
0: it because I know I just ruined it for myself. When I read a book and I love it so much, I get scared to read the last chapter because I'm sad it's over. Yeah, I know. But um, I
1: keep thinking when I'm watching Modern Family, this is their very last season, and yeah. it just kind of makes me sad. Yeah,
0: I that almost is sad. don't want
1: to watch it because I don't want it to be like over. Forever. I yeah, I know that literally
0: happens to me. Yeah, like it's if so it's a sad. series that I love. Yeah, I... oh my god, I
1: could not watch the last episode of Gossip Girl. Oh, so
0: sad. okay. I need to watch Modern Family. I actually watched a movie that other week, um, called The Fallout. Have you heard of it? <gasps> I watched it and I cried. I, I couldn't watch any more of it. Wait, I was going to talk about that before. Oh,
1: I was sobbing. I was going to talk about that in the mic drop moment because <laughs> I never cry in movies. I've never cried in a movie in my whole life. Oh. And in that first five minutes, oh. and I was watching it with like Tilda and Fook <laughs> and they look over and I'm bawling <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, are you are all right? And I was like... The, look, usually I don't cry at movies because they're fake, but this happens in real life. I know, which made me just I know. feel. So, I, and it was so raw, like and so oh. real. Oh my god, I could not. When Maddie and well, I don't know. Well, I don't even know what her name is in the movie, but mm. Maddie Ziegler and Jenna Ortega and yeah. that boy were in the bathroom <gasps> store.
0: Oh, I it, like lost it. But I remember watching the trailer. I and didn't I finish already... it. I was too upset. Oh, you need to. But actually, no, well, you need to, but I was kind of let down by the ending. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it just ended. Oh, like, my God. All this stuff happened, and then... Oh, I won't tell you what happened, obviously, but, like, all this stuff happened, and I felt like everything was unresolved, like, you know what I mean? Oh, Every my God, and then you just, I hate movies where you finish watching them and you leave feeling so stressed. Yeah, I know. I was... Like, quite nervous, and I was not gonna watch it on my own. Was Pook and Tilda crying? No! Yeah. Like,
1: obviously, they were like, oh wow, yeah, it's, this is so it's sad. shocking. But I, like, just can't deal with. No. I, I never cry movies because I just think it's fake. I know. But this, I was like, obviously, it's fake, but it, it happens in real life and it happens all the time. And I just think, I, I, I if I was a kid in America, I would be so scared to go I know. to school. And it makes me sad that they would be scared to go to school.
0: I know. And what about. The scene – well, I probably shouldn't say it, but when um the dad says, I'm scared to send my kids to school. Have you got to that part? And they're screaming at the top of the hill. No. You have to watch it. That part, oh, I was in tears. Like. Oh, my God, I don't want to watch but, it. No, but it's it was so, so beautiful. Like, it was – I don't know. It was kind of like a moment Jeez. where the dad and um Maddie connected for the first yeah, time yeah. – oh, not Maddie, Jenna. Yeah. Um, For the first time after it happened, and it was just – I don't know, and the fact that all the experts, everyone in America, is saying um, this is such a defining movie for Gen Z, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, this is the most defining movie for, of it's Gen such Z, a- and I just was like, the fact that this is being called the most defining thing. I I don't know. I feel like for parents as well, it would be so insightful to yeah, watch and yeah. get an idea of like. I just can't
1: like I just can't imagine going to school scared no. that that could happen, and the, also the fact that it, the the shooter is a kid from their school like it's I just know. so scary. Wait,
0: did you watch the scene where the um, Jenna and the sister are in the bed together? Yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I didn't watch that scene. I thought you meant Jenna and Maddie. No, Jenna and the sister. Oh, it's, it is so sad. I watched it with Maggie and I was bawling. With Maggie. She, no, she would just, she would just look at me and be like, are you right? I'm like yes yeah, i was like
1: holding my hand like god are you okay i was like no we actually stopped watching it no you same have as to euphoria me and Dylan and mimi mm. tried to watch euphoria and we got too scared we it uh, yeah i can't watch euphoria it's but it's just, a different kind of scary yeah, and oh my god euphoria is like f-
0: intense yeah it's Whereas not the full scary art is sad it's just heartbreaking the fallout
1: is not even sad it's like Oh my god! I felt destroyed but after it's watching it. Such a
0: beautiful it. movie, and yeah. I loved like all of the friendships and in the Maddie, movie.
1: Maddie is such—they're both such good actors. I know.
0: I just loved. And I, I loved, loved Maddie. Them in the pool, and like it was just—they were just so cool. And the and mom. Jenna oh, is so pretty. I know she's stunning. She she's so tiny. Yeah, I she's thought, so cute. When I first saw her, I was like, "How old are these people acting?" But I
1: like, love Jenna. I used to watch. um...
0: Was she in god, a Disney yeah, show? Yeah, she was
1: on a Disney show. I forget yeah. what it's called. But I always used to watch her on the
0: Disney show and think she was so cute. I just hope that there's a fallout too. You have to finish it so you know what happens. But it just ended and I was so upset. I like, I felt like we had only just got into the movie. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, it was like, I was really upset with the, with the ending. Oh, Far Out, it's such a good movie. Oh my god, we need to do Wordle for today. <gasps> Shit should we do it right now no yeah. should we or we we'll do it after yeah we'll do it after okay oh wait quote of the week I think I have mine do you have one you just do yours I don't really know okay this is my quote of the week are you ready yes Here I heard this one I think it was posted when Russia invaded Ukraine by mm. someone I can't remember who but it just oh my god it's so true right now so it's Nelson Mandela I'm sure a lot of you have already heard it but no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than the opposite. Oh, how that's nice really is that! Special. And it's so true. Like, oh my God, I actually really like that. Well, happy Sunday, everyone, or whenever, whatever day you're listening to this. I hope you all have such a beautiful week. Let's all go into it with a growth mindset. It's going to be a good one. Wait, hold on listen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Don't play.
0: Mum will literally like sue me. Oh, my God. Mum will scream. Our manager. I'm so sorry.